And lastly, we must rely on the Holy Spirit. You will live to see, many of you in this room, if God doesn't visit us soon, and I do mean soon, in America, if he doesn't pour out his Holy Spirit, if he doesn't come back and take us all home, you will live to see the day when you will be hard-pressed to find a place where the Spirit of God is allowed freedom. You will be hard-pressed to find it. You say, Jim, you're not telling me anything. I live in East Tennessee. I know. But yet you are blessed and you don't know it. The time will come when the kind of worship that you are experiencing here will have to be taken underground. It will not occur publicly. And I predict, not prophesy, I predict that that will happen in the lifetime of some of you folks in this room. If the trends continue without an intervention of God that I see right now, most of what you will hear in your churches will be self-help messages geared toward making you a successful person. There will be very little preaching on sin. The word sin will seldom be mentioned. Repent? Ha! No, you don't need to repent. You see, you just, you don't have sin. You just have some errors or faults. So you don't need to repent. The time will come when the blood of Jesus will no longer be preached. It'll be obsolete. Time will come when speaking in tongues and signs and wonders and miracles and casting out devils and healing the sick will be passe. We will have arrived at a conclusion that those are not needed anymore in church. Time will come when those historic churches that were birthed in revival and an outpouring of the Holy Spirit, who once held staunchly to the doctrines of the baptism in the Holy Spirit and divine healing, will all but abdicate their position, their responsibility, and will fall in line with the church growth movements. And whatever gathers a crowd will be the order of the day. From such, turn away. We're there. We're almost there. The leaders of this movement, the Assemblies of God, are crying out, pray for a visitation of God to save us from ourselves. We have huge, huge churches that have been built not on the power of God, but on church growth principles. Time will come when those who know the Holy Spirit and the move of the Holy Spirit will be so few, they'll be almost non-existent. That's coming to America unless we have a visitation or Jesus comes back. You, many of you, lived during an era of the Brownsville Revival. Do you realize that that revival, that move of God, was almost 100 years since the last move? Are we going to go another 100 years before we see a move of God? Listen to the wisdom of the elders, not just me, but those who are so concerned about the Pentecostal movement that they're not afraid to say publicly and go on record in writing, we, not they, we need, we desperately, is their words, desperately need a visitation of God. If we're not careful, we will allow ourselves to be so busy with our own lives that we will forget, and that's the trick of the devil, to get you so wrapped up in your own life, in your own making a living, in your own family, that you forget all about the kingdom of God and what's happening there. We must pay attention to what the Spirit of God is saying today. 
And repeatedly, the Spirit of God is saying through prophecies, return to God, worship God, hunger after God, pursue God. Repeatedly it's saying that. We need to pay attention to that before all the prophets are removed from the church and we no longer hear from God. We only hear from man. We need to turn this thing around, church. The wisdom of the elders is passionately search, seek, hunger after God because God's the only one that can turn it around. What happened in Europe, study this for your own benefit. What happened in Europe is going to happen in America. Huge cathedrals in Europe that would seat thousands have maybe a hundred people in them. If men like John and Charles Wesley and George Whitfield could walk into the churches that are named after their preaching today, they would just stand with their mouth open and say, what happened to the fire? If the men who blazed the trail in Brush Arbor meetings for the Baptist movement of East Tennessee and saw Pentecostal-like manifestations could come back and visit the Baptist churches in East Tennessee today, they would say, what is this? If the Presbyterian ministers who led the great awakenings of our nation early in its beginnings could come back and visit the Presbyterian churches of today, they would say, what is this? If the founders of the colleges of Harvard and Yale could come back today and see what those institutions have become that were raised up specifically to train ministers, they would say, what happened? How did it ever get off course? If God could translate you and I into the future and don't ask for it because it could happen. If God could translate us 10, 15, 20 years into the future and plant us here in Oak Ridge, we might see things that would absolutely blow us away. I don't want to cast a negative, pessimistic, despairing, all hope is gone blanket over this, this morning. What I want to say is that a handful of people is all it takes. God has never moved in big crowds, church. Check it out. It's always been a handful of the faithful, the remnant that is the seed from which the great move of God comes. I have told you before, and now I tell you again, I believe God told me the first or second year I was here, I am bringing together in this place a remnant of believers who will take my word for what it says, who are hungry for God, who will allow the Holy Spirit freedom and reign in their lives and in this church. And I will shake Oak Ridge and the surrounding area with those few believers. He's not looking for the mighty or the rich or the powerful or the smart ones. He's looking for a remnant. And I believe you're that remnant. I believe that we can live to see a visitation of God right here. How many of you agree? Let's stand. Let's stand right now.